0: everyone, my name is Allison O'Logine and for my final project I decided to do a podcast. Um, so to begin, I would like to show my appreciation for this course because although it was a shorter term, you know, than a regular fall or spring semester, I found there to be many thought-provoking questions throughout the discussion forums. I don't believe I had given these questions much thought. However, considering the field we're going into, I believe topics such as diversity in the classroom, political controversies such as accountability, which we'll get into in a minute, and combating stereotypes in the classroom are crucial concepts I must be cognizant of. So for diversity I think of identity and culture and how those are linked together where an individual comes from and beliefs and values he or she holds is linked to their identity. Uh, Of course learning diversity uh, we can be talking about how there are some students who are visual learners others who are more kinesthetic and they're hands-on and they just learn better that way and we have other ones as well, of course. Uh, but what I was thinking is how culture and identity affect a student's learning. So, students' learning or education is often affected by their identity. For example, ELLs are too often mistaken to have a learning disability when, in reality, what is truly hindering them is the education system that classifies or probably deems them as as less than than the regular education student, or at least that's um, the stigma that is portrayed. Moreover, moving on to accountability, a question from the discussion forums that stuck with me is, despite the length of service or expertise, the job of teaching is often the same. Teaching is one of the few professions in which a new teacher must assume all of the responsibilities of an experienced teacher during the first week on the job. Should this be the case, what changes in a teacher's focus might occur as a function of increased experience or expertise? So in my discussion, I I had to think about it a little bit. At first, I was saying, well, no, they shouldn't be held to the same standards. They shouldn't uh, assume the same responsibilities. But as I started thinking about it more and, and thinking about problems that teachers have in the classroom, I thought, um... Well, just because we're going to be novice teachers, that doesn't mean that when our students take their state exams for our courses or for our classrooms, that their standards are going to be lower, right? They're going to be at the same standards as the students who are with the more experienced teachers who have different strategies they implement in their classrooms, Um, so I can understand why some people would say that it's not fair to assume the same responsibilities, but uh, I don't know, I guess I just, I had to see it from the other point. Um, Another thing that I touched up on was what changes in a teacher's focus might occur as a function of increased experience or expertise. So for me, uh, I don't know why I sometimes think about classroom management being one of the bigger concerns just because some people might mistake my bubbly personality for like oh well we can walk all over her um unfortunately well fortunately actually unfortunately that's not the case so perhaps for me I would change my focus from classroom management once I get all the routines done everyone will have a special role in the class and I can focus on more like Um, maybe not better content, but better ways, methodologies and um, strategies to teach my students. That way they can be more engaged and they'll actually be interested as opposed to just um, having to learn the content. Um, Moving on, sorry. Stereotypes. I always like talking about stereotypes. I find that stereotypes and generalizations is a topic that I write about in every class. This is not a critique on the courses per se. If anything, this is a compliment because we should always be aware of the effects our, our words hold. If we display ignorance in the classroom, how can we really expect our students to experience an inclusive education with equitable opportunities? We simply cannot. So moreover, for the past two semesters, ever since I took a course with Dr. Amy Cummings, um, where we read The Tequila Worm, we read Lucky Luna, uh, I realized how crucial it is to expose your students to culturally responsive texts. So, ever since that semester, I have had it in my mind that when I start teaching, I would like to do a lesson on empathy at the beginning of every school year. Uh, in this lesson, I would put my students into groups of four, and each group would get a different poem. Or a short story written by an author whose background differs from the other group's authors. So let's say we could have a, like a Muslim American author or um, an LGBTQ person or author. Uh, another one could be a Hispanic or Mexican American. So I think all of these would be really good. Authors to read up on, and they would fit really well with my my empathy lesson. Uh, I would then have my students bring out the main ideas and present their findings as a group. So, lastly, to conclude, I am taking a lot with me from this short term because it has allowed me to get into the mindset of an educator and what she has to keep in mind in and outside of the classroom. Also, I would like to thank the instructors. Um, Like true educators, our instructors never stop teaching us. They have taught me that patience and compassion go a long way with students, especially in the most trying of times, such as today. Well, you know, the world around us. So thank you for listening and I hope to hear back from y'all and your responses. Bye.